auntie. See if they'll substitute the toys for fries. Look what the hell are you doing? Just stop being a bitch. You are not a mutant. Deliver. I'm Julissa Bermudez. And I'm Jose Sardui. And to quote the great late James Brown, this is a man's world. Ah, yes, but it would be nothing without a woman. We wouldn't get anything done without you. So this is a special episode dedicated to some of the funniest men in the business. Oh, yeah, so sit back and enjoy the comedy ride of your life. L.A., make some noise. Oh, man, everybody good? You guys, you guys staying safe? Everybody safe? Yeah, see, we got, a, we got a cop killer on the loose right now in Los Angeles, man. So, yeah, we do. So we got to make sure we being real careful out there, man. When, when, a, when a cop gets killed, they mean business. <laughs> no, I'm serious. They mean you could kill anybody. You can kill a black person, a Mexican, a white person. You kill a cop? Uh-uh, they don't play around. My mom, my mom was a cop, and she told me that she told me it was a, a cop that got killed on the force, right? And she say, when they catch that person, they don't want to take you to jail. They want to kill you. They, they want to shoot you. This is what happened. They caught this guy, right? And they shot him 67 times, 67 times. And they brought that to court, and the judge was like, why did you guys shoot this guy 67 times? You know what this cop said? He was like, because we ran out of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> so that means if they had extra in the chamber, they was going to let this his ass have it. You know what I mean? That's why it's a good time. Like, you got to be, I'm walking around, I'm being extra harmless now. That's why I'm smiling a lot. I'm smiling a lot. I'm not, I'm not going to get caught frowning. I don't want to get caught frowning right now. Because say, for example, if something happened tonight and I'm on that picture looking like this. I'm like, that dude did it, you know? But if I'm like this, they be like, he didn't murder those people. He's so gentle. Look at him. I really try to seem harmless when I go to the ATM, ATM machine at night. That's when I really try to seem harmless. Like, if I go to the ATM machine at night and it's like a white lady getting money out, I won't get out of my car. <laughs> until she finished doing what she got to do, you know? Because in my heart, I'm like, man, I can't put this pressure on her right now. <laughs> <laughs> she might have kids at home. And if I do get out of my car, make sure I have my card in my hand already. I make like a sound so she can hear me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's just you bank at Chase too? I'm finna press some buttons just like you. Dude, anybody got any family members in the penitentiary? Nobody, just me. You do? Yeah. She looked at, she tapped her like, you're not supposed to say nothing. <laughs> I had a cousin, I like talking to him on the phone because it's so easy to impress him. It's easy to, he'll, he'll, he'll call me up, he'll be like, DC, what you getting ready to do today? And I'll be like, go outside. He'll be like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> you so lucky. He got a cell phone. You know he have cell phones in the penitentiary? He has a cell phone, no lie. I was talking to him last Thanksgiving, right? And his call accidentally dropped. He called me right back, you know what he said? Man, I can't stand T-Mobile. I'm thinking about switching over to AT&T. 
He like walked right into a joke. I was like, I don't know how you keep dropping calls in there when you got plenty of bars. <laughs> you should have the best service in the world right now. That was a good ass joke, people. Hey, I'm DC Irving. Y'all been a lot of fun. Thank y'all very much. So I'm Dave um, from Jersey. Uh, just, oh my God, Jersey people. Why would you ever leave? I was, uh, we know why. I was, uh, I was just visiting uh, home, actually, visiting my family. And I, I love my parents, though my dad, my dad is one of these guys who, um, he doesn't think he's a racist, but then I bring up Obama and it all comes tumbling out. Because my dad will actually say stuff like, whoa, whoa, I ain't no racist. I got no problem with the color of Obama's skin. I just don't like his tax policies or that gorilla wife of his. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dad, we're in a Popeyes, shut up. And the thing is, you don't have to be racist to make fun of, like, you know, I support Obama, but you can make jokes about your president in a non-racist way. For example, in the 1980s, the American government gave black people AIDS treatment facilities. <laughs> you know, the last time I saw Mitt Romney, inside my head I was thinking, Whitey refused to release his tax return. Also, want to point some out to the uh, youth of America. I think rape is fun. Dementally wrong. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Now that we've broken the ice, everybody, let's talk about genocide. How many people here, let's just keep it breezy, how many people here know what the Armenian genocide was? Okay, how many people know what an Armenian is? We're in North Hollywood! All right, well, it's something you all should know. It's a very tragic part of history that everyone should know about. And the, unfortunately, the only time I've ever seen anyone on television talk about the Armenian genocide, it was when a Kardashian, not the hot one, said on her show, oh, the Armenian genocide, that was that time when three and a half million Armenians were killed or deported by the Turks. Now, I'm a Jew, so I know a little something about holocausts. I have to toot my own horn. But... Here's the thing, I'm pretty sure the people who died don't want to be lumped in with the people who just had to move. That's kind of like saying, did you know one out of three children in America is raped or fat? So think about that the next time you give a kid a sandwich slash rape him. Thanks a lot, I'm Dave Cyrus. Nice to be here with you guys, man. I'm, I'm here with you tonight, and my wife's out with her friends tonight, and my kids, my babies, I love them with all my heart. They're with their daddy tonight. So, uh... <laughs> let's have some fun, man. We got everybody here. Look, we got white people here, man. Wow, I gotta get a picture, man. I'm from L.A. You guys are rare nowadays, man. I, I wanna take this home. We'll pose, man. You guys can hold me like a deer you shot or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we got black folk here. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Where the church people at? I know we got church folk now. Black people in the house. That's right. You go to what church you go to? 
Okay, okay. Never been there. I've been looking for a good church, so, you know, I think I found one. Huh? First Southern? That's a college, dog. No, we talking about church right now, dog. We talking... <laughs> I get school mixed up. Play on. <laughs> no, I like going to church. I went to a black church before. I wanted to go see that dude, uh, Bishop Noel Jones. So, yeah, I went, too. I was right there. I still didn't get to see him because all the hats were in my way. Black people wear hats to church. I didn't get to see him, no, man. But it's cool. I'm looking for a good church right now because it's hard to find a good church, you know what I mean? It really is, it's, you know, but there's signs that you're at a good church, at a bad church, and I pay attention to them, and I'm going to share them with you, okay? I'm going to let you know if you're at a bad church, right? If you go to a church and the pastor says, turn to Genesis, and he's the last one to find it. <laughs> like, hold up, it was here yesterday, hold up, hold up. Okay, forget that, go to Psalms. It's right next to the book of Job, you'll see it right there. I was in Michigan, right? And I, I, I was looking for a town called Alma. Yeah, really? What part? Uh, Highland. Highland, okay. okay. I'm from Alma, right? And I was, but I didn't know how I was, I couldn't remember how to get there. I'm in Saginaw. I asked this dude, how do I get to Saginaw from here? He goes, okay, what you going to do, okay? You're going to go this way, three lights. You could go that way, but why? <laughs> See the countryside, okay? It's three lights. You're going to make a left. You're going to go six lights. Make another left. You got that? Mm, mm, mm. You're gonna see a sign that says 46, make a right, go straight, you're gonna run right into it, okay? Gosh. <laughs> I did exactly what he said, man. I still got lost, man. Accidentally ended up at his house. I don't know how. I don't know how, but I'm all right now. My wife asked me for a coach purse. I said, I got you, girl, because I love my baby, you know what I mean? I went down to the swap meet, hooked her up real quick. That $30, girl, $30, man. I took this purse home. She just looked at it and says, nah, that's not real. Uh-uh, that's fake. I go, how can you tell it's fake? You haven't even touched it. She goes, you don't spell coach, K-O-S-H. <laughs> I thought that little homie had an accent. Gosh, get your gosh. No, he was right. That's all you said, right? She goes, how much did you pay for that? I said, $30. She goes, these things cost $400. I said, then you need to get you an assistant coach purse, because <laughs> I'm Gilbert Eskivel. I'm out of here. Thank you guys very much. How's everybody doing tonight? We good? We good? Actually, please give me a round of applause. I just came in. Um, you rushed out here to do this show for Mexico, so give me a round of applause, y'all, please. Thank you. Well, well, actually, it was in Van Nuys, but it's the same, you know. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that's a lot. It's, we got too many. We got so many Mexicans now in, in America. Even the Mexicans are mad. They're like, hey, can, can Obama stop this? What's wrong with him? You ever have a cop? follow you for so long, you forget where you're going. You know what I'm saying? It's terrible, isn't it? I mean, the police can scare you. And most of us, you know, like you look like a guy that would look out for your friend, right? You know, but the cops have a way to make you confess and tell on others. Cops stopped me one time, he snatched my license. I was with my family, my aunt, my uncle, and my nephew. And he was like, Mr. Green, you know you were speeding. I said, yes, sir. And they all have warrants too. You might want to take everybody. It's, it's crazy, you know, but, 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 we, but we need the police, we need them, because crime is bad. And they're all trying to blame it on Obama. You know, Obama won again, I know some people ain't happy. And then, you know, the crazy thing about it, the big issue was, is he black, is he white, because he's mixed. But I knew that the president was black. Three years ago, when he was giving the speech to the nation, a white guy, a little senator, yelled out, you lie, right in the middle of his speech. Remember that? 
Black people have this little, black men, I mean, we have this little chuckle we do right before we about to whip your ass. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I knew he was black. He said, <laughs> I saw Michelle go, don't do it, baby. That's gonna whip this ass. You know it's true. But I couldn't be the president. I couldn't be the president. You couldn't be the president. None of us really could be the president because they are in your business too much. Barack, believe it or not, he's the cleanest man in America, in the world. Because they was, they was calling Africa. Hey, Mbaba, what? You know anything about this dude? Hey, we don't even know who the hell he is. And plus, if they ever get my computer, I'm screwed. You know what I'm saying? Because I got some movies on there I ain't to have on the TV. You know what I'm saying? Before I go, I'm going to just tell you people that I saw a lot of you people drive in. You had a lot of nice cars. You had a lot of nice cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please, please. No, please be careful, because they still carjacking, so be careful. They stole my friend's truck, the, you know, a couple weeks ago, but they brought it back because they said the gas was high, but that's, that's another issue, but, you know. But be careful, because they still carjacking, you know what I'm saying? And give up your car. Please, give up your car. White people, give up your car. You people always fight for your shit, and you always get shot. I work hard for this car, but... I'm going to shoot you in the head, throw you out the car, take your shit. You have insurance, ma'am, you'll get another car tomorrow, Okay? Black people, fight for y'all Because <laughs> what you don't know about black people is we drive around months, sometimes years without insurance until the cop get us. Cop stop us like, hey, hey, you got insurance? Brother be like, man, you know what? I was just about to get some. <laughs> but you have 7-Eleven. Oh, I was going to get something to eat and get some insurance. <laughs> Being an educated man, I went to Ohio State University. And don't clap. Don't clap because I owe the money. But anyway. I have found out that there is one race in America that less than 1% gets carjacked since the history of carjacking. Less than 1% of the time they get carjacked. You know what race that is? Latinos. You wanna know why? Cause there'd be too many of them in the car. You'll be there all day. Like, come on, man, hurry up. There's three in the trunk. This is some bullshit, Mike, come on. Hey, you guys have been great. Thank you so much. What's up? Mexicans are in the house tonight. Mexicans are always in the house. No matter where I go, there's a Mexican in the house somewhere. I could be at home by myself. Like, my hand, hell, you get in my house, man. Give me some oranges and get the hell up out of here, dog. No, I love me some Mexicans. I do. I love me some Mexicans. I'm not just saying that because there's a lot of y'all in here. And the door is way over there. And there's no security. That's not why I'm saying it. And I order some food, too. That's the, but that's not why I'm saying it. But I love me some Mexicans, though, for real. Mexicans are hustlers. Y'all hustle hard. I don't even go to the store no more to do my shopping. I go right to the corner where the Mexicans are. I bought me some cherries, some oranges. I bought an alternator. <laughs> I paid child support right there on the corner with a Mexican. Mexicans, they hustle. Mexicans hustle hard, man. They hustle, they hustle so hard. I went to a Chinese restaurant and all the cooks were Mexican. And they ain't even speak English. And the Chinese owner didn't speak Spanish. So I said, man, how y'all communicate? How do you know? He said, I show them pictures. And they run into the back and cook, cook it up, you know? 
he showed him a picture of a, um, a freeway and a pigeon. He came back with some orange chicken. Get it, because they sell oranges on the freeway. <laughs> I was dating a Mexican girl. I was dating a Mexican. She took me to go get some Salvadorian food. Oh my God, Salvadorian food just sounds so freaky. Little cute little waitress walked up to the table. She was like, you want some pupusa? I said, hell yeah, I want some pupusa. She asked my girl, she's like, you want some pupusa? I said, bitch, you better say yeah. She gonna yell to the fat cook in the kitchen. Hey, Guadalupe, bring out your pupusa. I, said, I don't want that bitch's pupusa. I want your pupusa. <laughs> and I know I've been saying Mexican all night, but I'm talking about everybody, you hear me? I know it's some racism in the Mexican community. We're not Mexicans, we Salvadorians. Like, well, whatever, you look Mexican from here. They get offended too if you call, you could talk about the, your mama's a slut. I'm like, yeah, she, she is. <laughs> and you a Mexican, man? Kiss my ass, man. <laughs> don't you ever call me no Mexican? Y'all don't play that at all. I'm serious. You know, Salvadorian, Guatemalans, y'all don't play that at all. I'm like, I'm not a Mexican. Like, you get offended. You get offended because you think you better than Mexicans. That's why. I don't know why, though. Your country's just as dirty as Mexico. <laughs> you know, I don't mean no offense by it. You just can't tell you look Mexican, so I call you a Mexican. You know what I'm saying? Like, when people look at me, you can't, you know, you can't tell where I'm from just by looking at me. You can't be like, wait a minute. N you from Texas? <laughs> you got that Texas look about you, my man. Hey, I'm Alan Cunningham. That's my time, y'all. Thank you. Let's take a moment to love up on all of our men who made this special episode so much fun. Big shout out to DC Irvin, David Cyrus, Gilbert Esquivel, Dan and Green, and Alan Cunningham. We'll see you all right back here for our next edition of Stand Up and Deliver. Good night, y'all. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. <laughs>